Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find the full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Hello there, I'm Balin Leonard. Welcome along to the Country Music Talk podcast. This is where you get to hear the biggest names in country music, talking about their lives and their careers and sharing their stories from Music City and beyond. My guest on this episode is one of the biggest rising stars of country music. Everybody is buzzing about her. With good reason. She's signed to Big Machine Records, the home of Thomas Rhett, Florida Georgia Line, Cheryl Crow, and... She's managed by Scooter Braun. He's the man behind Justin Bieber. So she's been writing and recording music for the past few years, and she's recently been in the UK for the Country to Country Festival. And as I'm recording this, we're still talking about her EP called Real to Me, with the promise of new music on the way. So let's see what comes. We recorded this interview back in mid-March, just before Callista performed at C2C in London. She came into the studio, and it was great to hang out with her face-to-face rather than just over Zoom, which we had done countless times during the lockdown. I hope you enjoy it. She is an absolute star of the future. This is Callista Clark. This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country. Is Absolute Radio Country. I'm Balin Leonard. My guest today, so excited because we've talked so many times on Zoom, but now we're meeting in real life. It's the incredibly multi-talented, multi-instrumentalist singer-songwriter, rising Nashville star, Callista Clark. Hey, Callista. Hey, Balin. What's up? Yeah, it's. Gr- I'm feeling great. How are you feeling? Because, you know, you're, you're the one that's like flown across an ocean to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Doing good. I'm really excited to be here. I've never been overseas before this is my anywhere first time no <laughs> so, amazing and now i'm here doing amazing things and getting to talk to you in person and doing c to c and all kinds of fun things uh so did you get your passport just to come over yes did you how <laughs> yeah. exciting when you got it were you like looking through every page because I, I was uh, an official document you know i remember when i got my first passport i was like ah because you know here everybody has their passport from like before they're a one. Okay. But yeah. you know, Americans, we sometimes take a while to get one. Yeah, which is so funny. We were talking about this yesterday, but I forgot you're from Tennessee, right? I am from Tennessee, it's yeah. It's so random. I it, know. It's just like, I don't know. I just totally forgot that. But yeah, getting a passport was a whole different thing, but I'm excited to be here. And well, so this fun. is going to be, I mean, the first of many, many trips of you flying all around the world. And something that I know that you've been working at this music thing for a while now. Uh, and now we're Finally, it's all kind of starting to happen. And of course, there was a little two-year gap there where you were ready for it to happen and then the world shut down. So how does it feel (laughs) to finally be getting your music out and to be touring and and seeing fans? It's really great. I've been working with my manager, Scooter Braun, and Big Machine, my label family, and Scott Borchetta since I was 14. I'm 18 now. So yeah, there was about two years that I spent in Nashville just writing and trying to figure out who I was as a person and also as an artist and what I wanted my sound to be and getting Mm. to know people in Nashville because that's so important in Nashville and in the country world. You have to make all these relationships and become close with all of these songwriters and you know, and it's really awesome. I, I really love the country family. And so I spent about two years doing that and getting to know everybody. And then, like you said, it was, okay, we're ready. We're going into studio. And then there was about two years where everybody just kind of paused and didn't really do 
much, but mm. luckily we still found ways for me to get into the studio and cut things, just me and my producer, Nathan Chapman. And and also that whole time is when we started learning about you, you yes. know, e- even though I'm sure the plans were, were different originally than yeah. what, what you ended up doing during that whole two-year period. That's when we met you. That's when we started yeah. getting your music. That's when you started getting radio play. Which did help was I got to go on radio tour mm. Over Zoom. So I technically did everything from my house and I had like 10 meetings a day and I got to do interviews with people like you that I maybe wouldn't have been able to see for a while. Yeah. So it actually helped me in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, it was great. And, and and I think that everybody's needed music more than ever, it seemed, during that whole pandemic. So I think, I think it was a great time to kind of make your mark. But now... Mm-hmm. Thankfully, touch wood, we're all on the other side of that. And uh, here you are. And of course, we have the the Real To Me EP. Only five songs, which we have been loving, but surely not too long until we're getting a, a fully-fledged album. Not too long. Mm, okay, that sounds, like t- <laughs> that sounds like a tease. Yes. So I don't know the official date yet. Okay. I don't know how many songs it's going to be or if it's maybe one song at a time or putting it with the first five and making a full album. Don't know yet, but I'm really excited. And I've been testing out some unreleased things for a while now. Okay. The past year since I've been on radio tour and things like that. And just seeing what everybody's excited about and seeing which ones people are going to want to hear the most. This radio tour thing, it's a little bit foreign to us in the UK because okay. we don't we don't put you through that. Um, <laughs> right. You know, like we either we like your music and we play it or we don't and we don't. Um, but in America, it, it's a real thing, right? Going out on a radio tour and going to every little radio mm-hmm. station across the country and literally going into a room and playing your songs for them live yes. and seeing if they like them. I mean, it, it seems such a weird thing to do. Have you had to do it in real life yet? Yes. Right. So, and wh- what was it like? It's really interesting. Kind of like I was saying before, country is the only genre that really does that. Yeah. Pop definitely doesn't do that because, you know, it's whatever's most popular. Yeah. So it's already being played and already being liked. But as a new country artist, you have to form relationships first it's the most important thing obviously the music is what brings you there but the relationships are so important and so yeah you literally spend and i again i met you over zoom for the first time so i met everyone over zoom the first time and so i did about five weeks of zoom radio tour with 10 meetings a day and then once everything started opening up again we kind of did a even more drawn out version of radio tour because we were waiting on people to get to where they could go out again and right, go to yeah. lunch or go to the station or go to work or whatever so that's pretty much nonstop it's something that you're always doing even if you're playing a show you go visit the station and see how they're doing and catch up so i really like it it's was fun. anybody eating while you were singing cuz i've heard terrible tales of lots of you know where they're like they they don't name names but you know and <laughs> normally i'm sure most people are delightful and lovely but the, I have heard tales of like, oh, you know, I went in to, to play my songs and they were eating fried chicken. And especially the way I did radio tour <laughs> was I went anywhere that anyone would let me go right? because of COVID and everything like that. So I was doing radio tour stops at people's houses. I was doing it at stations, at restaurants, <laughs> parking lots, like anything oh, you no. can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it keeps it interesting, right? Exactly. And Zoom prepared me 
for the side of it that maybe wasn't quite as fun because you're mm. not going anywhere and you're just in your house and yeah. sitting in front of a computer, which we all did a lot of. A lot of, yeah. So now I'm excited to be different places and have different memories, like you said, really random ones maybe, but good <laughs> memories with everybody. <laughs> absolutely. It's Absolutely Radio Country. I'm Baylin Leonard. Our special guest today is Callista Clark. Uh, so who were you listening to growing up? Who was really inspiring you? Because of course, and you will have heard this, I'm sure, you know, there's lots of comparisons out there to Taylor Swift, to Leanne Rimes, when when your name comes up. Who were you listening to? Who was inspiring you? Obviously, both of those are huge influences of mine. I grew up singing Leanne Rimes' version of Unchained Melody, her song Blue, Cowboy Sweetheart. There's mm. so many songs that I grew up singing of Leanne Rimes. And Taylor Swift was, and still is, a huge influence of mine. I mean... Have you met her yet? No, I haven't. <gasps> I <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be able to form a sentence. She's one of those artists to me. And she's always been someone that I've wanted to be close with. Just she's so talented. And I've looked up to her my entire life as an artist and just her songwriting and everything. And if anyone ever does compare me to her, for whatever the reason, I think it's a huge compliment because... She's Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not going to be an insult, is it? <laughs> exactly. Not at all. But growing up, I listened to Christian music. I grew up singing in my granddad's church that he's the pastor of. And 80s and 90s country, classic rock, Motown, a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, I, we all listen. We don't, like, grow up just in one lane, right? There's mm-hmm. there's loads of different influences and stuff. And, that fi- and they find their way into your music now. Yes. I mean... With my first title track, Real To Me, it definitely has more of the gospel, the organ, the keys, Mm. meets, country soul, R&B type thing. So it's a little bit of everything. And I'm really excited about the new songs that I'm going to be putting out hopefully very soon because they're also a good mix of some are more country like the last five, some are more pop, some are even more soulful. Okay. I'm excited. Well, we can't wait. I mean, uh, let's talk about It's Cause I Am just before you go, because obviously that's the song that most people will will know you for. Um, Tell us about how that came to be. I wrote It's Cause I Am at the end of 2019. Okay. And like we were saying before, I thought that I had all the songs that I was going to go in the studio with, and I thought we were ready to go. And then everything started to kind of happen beginning-ish of 2020. And so everything kind of stopped and it made me have time to sit there and say, well, what do I not have? What am I still looking for? And it was a powerful song that was just uplifting to anybody, but women especially. And so I sat down to write a song. I was ranting to my co-writers, Laura Veltz and Cameron James, and we were just kind of chilling. We had two days to write. So we were just talking for the most of the first day. And I kept saying things and I didn't know, but Laura was like writing what I was saying, words that she liked that I was saying, videoing things, how I pocketed things when I was naturally talking. And then we just started talking about influences and songs that I liked. And we started talking about Sheryl Crow and Bonnie Raitt and people like Mm. that, powerful women in music. And I realized that I was missing that sound a pretty good bit. And so we just started vibing. We came up with the chords for It's Cause I Am, and then we wrote the lyrics the next day. Well, we love it. Uh, we love the Real To Me EP, but we know that there's something bigger on the way. We will patiently wait for it, and hopefully <laughs> we'll see you back over here real soon. Any plans to make it back over? As soon as I can. Excellent. <laughs> Callista Clark, thanks so much. Thank you. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. 
Well, there you go. The full unedited interview with Callista Clark from my show on Absolute Radio Country. I love chatting about those strange radio tours that they do in the U.S. I'm glad we don't do them in the U.K. Uh, it's such an interesting insight from Callista. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. And if you liked what you heard, then please leave us a review and five stars. It absolutely helps us to get the message out there to other country fans about what we're doing. And make sure you tell your friends, too, about Absolute Radio Country. We're right there on your digital radio, on the Absolute Radio app, and on your smart speaker right across the UK. Just tell it to play Absolute Radio Country. I'll see you next time. But until then, keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 